welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'll help you identify your core beliefs. I'll also be interviewing high performance and leadership expert Karen Brown, who reviews her book, Unlimiting Your Beliefs, Seven Keys to Greater Success in Your Personal and Professional Life, told through my journey to the toughest race in the world. This book gives you the exact tools you need to eradicate your own limiting beliefs to help you transform your life. For more information about Karen, please visit velocityleadershipconsulting.com forward slash greater. You may also purchase her book on Amazon or in the previous guest products in both stores at either jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturday at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio, as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology, or simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com. If you're anything like me, you love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. Identifying core beliefs. We often think we have some pretty good introspection and understanding of who we are. And normally we're right about that. However, there are times in our life when we don't realize that perhaps with a particular subject matter, or certain situation, our core beliefs may not be what we think they are. Have you ever done something that you're embarrassed about? Or you do something that you're ashamed of? If you ever stop and listen to what your thoughts are, you might be surprised. If you were to take a moment to reflect on that, you might hear yourself say, you're so stupid. I can't believe you did that. What's wrong with you? You always do those types of things. Or simply saying stupid, or dumb, or ugly, or worthless. Those types of thoughts that we have are really how we see ourselves, either in that moment or with that particular subject matter. The reason why it's important to identify what your core belief is, is because when you strip away everything that you are, you'll see that that's your foundation. Usually the core beliefs that we have are related to our childhood. Either somebody would continually say this to you, or a situation happened, and in that moment you internalize it that you were less than, that you're not smart, that you're dumb, that you're ugly, worthless, etc. And when we're older, we're in certain situations that, for whatever reason, trigger us, or in other words, cause us to think back to the younger version of ourself, which unfortunately replays that we're not good enough. And when that happens, unfortunately, 
those thoughts that we have reinforce that we're not good enough. And that is why it's a core belief because it's at the center of who you are. If you're able to reflect on that and perhaps hear what you say, it's important to stop for a second and ask yourself, is that really true? Am I really dumb? Am I really stupid? Am I worthless? Am I ugly? When you can look at the data which disproves what you are thinking, in other words, you look at the reality of the situation, you'll see that the core belief that you originally created for yourself is not true at all. It's just simply something you were told or something you thought for so long that it has now become your truth. So after you ask yourself if this is true, then the next step is to say, well, if I'm not stupid, then what am I? If I'm not ugly, then what am I? When you can replace those negative core beliefs, in other words, those thoughts that we think over and over and over again, it starts to change that core belief. And when you change your core belief, it starts to change how you see yourself. It starts to create confidence. It starts to create trust within yourself. Your core beliefs are the foundation for who you are. Once you're more cognizant, or in other words, more aware of what you truly are thinking during times of stress, it will help you find a way to overcome your current situation. What you believe before is not true unless you believe it to be true. Be mindful of your core beliefs. Be mindful of your thoughts today because you determine how true they are. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. However, I want to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. Each week, I will send you an email which has all the latest radio episodes, YouTube episodes, magazine articles, and self-help products specifically for you. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. My guest today is Karen Brown, who is a CEO of Velocity Leadership Consulting and an expert in the field of high performance and personal leadership. She's here today to review her Amazon bestseller, Unlimiting Your Beliefs, Seven Keys to Greater Success in Your Personal and Professional Life. This book gives you the exact tools you need to eradicate limiting beliefs to help you transform your life. Welcome to my show, Karen. Hi, James. Honored to be here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm honored as well. One of the great things I really liked about the pitch that was sent to me is you are also, well, you're an athlete and I'm a fitness enthusiast. So I was like, mm. oh, I really love when people connect leadership and personal development as well as physical fitness or physical wellness. So I'm really confident we're going to have a great show today. We are. Yes. I, I noticed that in your bio as well. So I thought the same. <laughs> Very good. Now, before we get started, how did you become this expert in leadership? Well, it uh, happened organically over many years. So uh -huh. the short version is uh, for 20 years, I was uh, an executive leader and by all outward signs uh, was successful. Mm -hmm. You know, I had all of the outward uh, signals of success, right? Uh, I took nice vacations. I had a nice home, <laughs> nice car, sure. blah, 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 yeah. right? But what I, what I had also was this growing, nagging feeling deep inside of me that I was playing small and that wow. I was just living this safe life, only pursuing things that I knew I could accomplish. Uh -huh. And it just kept growing. Now, meantime, or simultaneously, I should say, I was also an internal business coach, um, you know, for my team members, yeah. every place that I worked. Wow. So, okay. and what I noticed through those conversations and through those interactions is that there was always this place that we couldn't get beyond. 
And I've always been a student of human behavior and fascinated by it. And it, that that really just fascinated me. So I, I kept wondering what that was and what the key to opening that door and going beyond it was. Well, culminated in 2010, when after 28 years, I had been holding myself back through something called limiting beliefs, mm -hmm. which ties back to my book uh -huh. uh, about pursuing the toughest race on the planet, according to some, uh, certainly <laughs> in my eyes. Um, and it's the Ironman World Championship yes, in Hawaii. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Now, uh, truth be told, full disclosure to everyone listening, I am not a professional athlete, never have been, uh, was nothing remarkable in the athletic realm, if you will. I mean, I didn't have this athletic resume. I was basically uh, a recreational runner mm -hmm. uh, and a recreational mountain biker. And I was also a kind of a gym rat. So I would work out five days a week, an hour, roughly a day. Uh, but I had this big emotional dream, like this big audacious sort of crazy dream <laughs> I love it. that started when I was 14 uh, because I saw it on television and I couldn't look away from it. I also didn't know what it was. And it was this thing called the Ironman. Mm. I mean, back then I didn't even know what this thing was. <laughs> I didn't even know what triathlon was. Yeah. Uh, but it stayed with me and it it seemed to touch and grab a hold of my core emotions. And uh, to what I later figured out was that I looked at that as the gateway to my capability mm. in everything. Wow. And you know, when you think about that in general, you're kind of going back to what you said before, you felt like you were playing it safe or that you were allowing yourself to only go to a certain level or plateau. I do think it's very interesting when we think about things in general, if, if we have the plan of how to do something, well, then we haven't thought it out far enough. In other words, it's just like you said earlier, the, the goal or the dreams that we have that's not your full potential. That is what you can do now. And what I can do now is not what I can do tomorrow. And so I think many times people often will limit themselves by saying, I know exactly what I want to do or who I'm going to be. And this is the plan. But if once again, if we can do in our own strength from our, what we know today, then that's not big enough because we, to what we know tomorrow is greater than what we know today. Absolutely. Very well said. And this is one of the reasons I wanted to be on your show because oh. you're so eloquent at, <laughs> you. at explaining uh, complex concepts. Uh, and this is how I became an expert in the field of leadership and personal performance because I then, through that journey to Ironman, unlocked the power of the unconscious mind mm. and behavioral patterns, limits, starting with limiting beliefs. And once I learned how to transform limiting beliefs it literally transformed every part of my life. It manifested in both my business life and my personal life. Wow. Before we jump into that, because I definitely, we're obviously going to talk about your book, but talk about personal leadership. I've never heard it coined like that before. Well, the way I talk about it is, you know, whether we're leading ourselves on a mm -hmm. daily basis, you know, to do the work that we're doing, maybe at uh, somebody else's company, mm -hmm. uh, or whether we're leading ourselves in our own business or leading a team. I mean, this this applies really to everyone from the solopreneur mm -hmm. to, you know, the CEOs that we work with of, you know, Fortune 50 and 100 organizations across the globe. That's amazing. Right. Because it really comes down to how am I leading myself? 
And with that, that is something where as, as you become your own billboard, if you will. So if you are able to lead yourself in your personal life in all areas, then obviously that's going to manifest in other areas. You know, I always like to give the, the example of, you know, you go to the gym and you see this huge bodybuilder and he's got this massive upper body, but then you pan down to his legs and he's just scrawny legs. chicken legs. And it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Like if you're, you're this expert in this, but what's going on? So I kind of liken that to personal leadership as well. The more you're able to personally grow and develop and be aware of some blind spots or look for those blind spots or just even allow yourself to, to be mentored by other people, that is definitely when you become the expert in your life. And then that definitely translates and trickles down to your own team as well. Yes, agree. And I flipped that to the opposite because we spend so much time at work or working in our business or on our business or working with others, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, unfortunately, that is still the case. And that's where this stuff tends to come up first and most often, that using that as the doorway Mm, into that. that personal development has been uh, highly transformative and effective for leaders that we've worked with. I really like that. And, and real quickly, I'll touch on this, but even as you're saying that, it makes me think of, and go with me here, the dreamscapes that we have. So every time we go to sleep, every character in our dream is, an, is, a, is a representation of ourself. And so when we have this wakened state of when we're around everybody, look at the nuances of how you interact with those individuals because they might be slightly different. And those slight differential ways in which we talk to them or interact may be a potential blind spot or a way to say, wow, I may treat someone a little bit different than someone else, which sometimes it's appropriate for communication styles. But if we find that we feel a certain way when we interact with them, it may be something coming up within us to potentially take a look at later. Absolutely right on target. Yes. <laughs> Resounding yes. That is what's happening. Excellent. Yep. Well, so let's jump over to eradicating limiting beliefs. That's definitely your expertise. Let's talk about the ways that people really do limit their beliefs. Okay. So first of all, definition mm-hmm. of a limiting belief, which is when we think or say, I don't have enough money, time, talent, support, whatever, mm-hmm. fill in the blank to achieve that. And, you know, that is whatever your goal or maybe maybe big dream is Mm -hmm. right now. Here's the thing. The way our unconscious mind works, we all are able to manufacture limiting beliefs in a split second, actually (laughs) less than a split second. (laughs) Right. I I call this caveman brain because (laughs) when in prehistoric times, when we were just trying to survive another day, our unconscious mind caused us to immediately judge something, whether it was friend, food, or foe, and then take immediate action Mm -hmm. so that we could live another day. Yes. Right? So it still does the same thing today, except we don't benefit really from having Mm -hmm. limiting beliefs anymore, right? They just get in our way. And they're so pervasive that we we think of them as a four-letter word beginning with F, which (laughs) is fact. Right. Yes. I mean, I can't tell you how many people sure. I've talked to, not whether they were clients or not, that, you know, what comes streaming out of their mouth as soon as we talk about something that they want to do or have wanted to do, even, you know, something as, as uh, mundane as maybe running a, a 10K might mm-hmm. seem right. Uh, what comes streaming out of their mouth every single time is 
limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, I'd like to um, do this first, or, you know, I'd like it to be a better time for me to do it or whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. They, there, there's always a laundry list of them. Sure. And so what the reason I wrote the book is because I wanted to make this information accessible to everyone because none of us need this sort of leftover sort of bug in the system, mm-hmm. in our operating system. And when we learn what's actually happening and how our unconscious mind works, because it's actually a very simplistic yet powerful machine, then we can actually tap in to our true potential in every aspect of our life. Yes. You know, it's interesting as well, as I hear you say that, from a cognitive behavioral standpoint. So in other words, it's a fancy term for my listeners who may not know what that is. It's a type of psychology. And so the, mm-hmm. what we do in that is we talk about your perception, what you mm-hmm. perceive to be true, these facts that Karen's talking about. That determines what we feel, and then our feelings determine what we do with it. The problem mm-hmm. is, is, to kind of piggyback off what she's saying as well, is sometimes we make decisions based off of right this second. So if mm-hmm. I want to be the CEO of a multi-billion dollar company, Well, my immediate perception of that is um, probably not going to happen. And the reason why is because I don't have what I need yet. I haven't matured that. I haven't developed that. So I always tell people that there's really two steps when it comes to decision making. The first one is information gathering because you don't know what you don't yet know. And so when you information gather, then that allows you to say, well, do I have enough information to make that decision? So to piggyback off of you as well, Karen, the whole thing of when we have these limiting beliefs, we don't yet have enough information. So I really like how you have this concept of really slowing everything down to saying just because the facts are the facts doesn't mean that I will never have these potential opportunities or have these viable, op- viable options. So I do think that when we do allow for that caveman mentality to, to kick in, then unfortunately we're not going to grow and develop beyond today. Yes, I agree with you somewhat, Uh but I have also seen that more information is not necessarily good. Okay. Uh, A lot of times more information causes us to be even more overwhelmed and more stuck. I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, And so you've got to really unlock what that pattern is Mm -hmm. that has the emotional hook to it, right? Um, So for me, it was, I, I truly didn't think I was capable. I mean, I was not a fast runner. I was not a good swimmer. I wasn't any kind of swimmer at all, quite frankly. And even though that was reality, uh, I, I had to learn that those were things that, uh, were emotionally rooted that were stopping me from even getting more information. Sure. What also came into the picture is unconscious bias. Uh-huh. So when we compare ourselves to someone else or another experience and see a big gap between them, like I would compare myself to myself to other triathletes, specifically who I watched on TV at 14 years old. Her name was Julie Moss. And I I would just compare myself to her and think, there's no way I Mm, I can't do what she does. You know, I'm all the way over here and she's all the way over there. You know, she's a much higher level than me. Uh, You know, uh, there's no way I'll ever get there. And then boom, it's just a shut off. Right. Until for some reason I would come back in touch with that dream again and go, Hmm, now wait a minute. And then I think about it, what it would take to get there. And then again, unconscious bias, me comparing myself to others or the experience. Nope not going to be able to do it. So that's essentially how the pattern of limiting beliefs just keeps working over and over until you learn how to change it. And that's a great point. And that's what I was going to ask you in the sense of 
every moment you have, because you have that, that first buy-in, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. You see that, that buy-in happens. And then every day, what, what would you do or what can you tell us to do to be able to counteract that bias or counteract those limiting beliefs? Okay. Well, first of all, tap into the dream mm-hmm. and not just any dream. My, in my book, I, I say it's tapping into the big dream. And what I mean by that is pick the biggest, scariest, most audacious, even crazy or ridiculous sounding dream you can. Specifically the one that when you think about achieving it or even starting to pursue it, it causes you to break out in a cold sweat. (laughs) I've been there before, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I even thought, when I would think about the Ironman World Championships, I thought I would vomit. It was so (laughs) big and so scary. I didn't have the first clue about what I would do or how I would Mm -hmm. get there, right? When you come across that kind of dream that has such a visceral feeling for you, that's the one. Yeah. That's absolutely the one. And have you found that as you conquered that Iron Man, which obviously congratulations, I'm I'm so overwhelmed with that. That's that's awesome. Did you find that your next dream was even bigger than that one? Yeah. Oh yeah. What I what I discovered uh, in in just two short years of actually crossing the finish line at the Ironman World Championships from when I began to pursue it mm-hmm. is that it was merely then a gateway to uh. my true potential to what what I was really capable of. It's sort of like, you know, the Ironman World Championships, you know, as big as it is, was just a a starting point, mm. which, you know, that sounded absolutely nuts to me, <laughs> yeah. you know, at, at the time that I was pursuing that race. But then I went, you know, full tilt into the ultra endurance world. And then for the next eight years, did races that, uh, you know, compared to an Ironman make Iron Man look really short. Wow. And, and it's also, yeah. I think, a very powerful data point as well is when you did go into those higher dreams, you could look back and say, when I was younger, that my most terrifying dream that I accomplished was the Iron Man. And with that, if I did that and how I've grown and developed now, I can now conquer these, these current dreams as well. Absolutely right. Yes, that, that is how it permeates mm-hmm. every part of our lives, right? Uh, Because here's the other fascinating thing about our unconscious mind. So if you think of a spectrum and on one side is limiting beliefs and on the other side is literally our ability to carry out anything we can think of. That's, That's what you access when you tap into a big dream and then you actively conquer and transform your limiting beliefs. Because I can also say this. Every level that I elevated on my way to and after the Ironman, with those elevated levels came new limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. So this is, <laughs> this, this is yeah, this is not something that it's a one and done. Like, oh, okay, I'm done with that. I'll never, I'll never <laughs> see that again. No, you will. Because yes. it's patterns of the unconscious mind, right? Now, it's actually yes. just our unconscious mind trying to keep us safe and alive. But once you realize that and you you know how to uh, tr- change them and transform them, then it it becomes your new pattern. Then mm-hmm. it shows up, you know, as a thought, and you go, "Ah, oh, I know what this is. This is nothing yes. more than a limiting belief." All right, here's what I do. You do it, and then you eradicate that limiting belief or transform it, and that causes you to be much more supportive of that capability. And it uh, honestly, it makes it 
a hundred times easier. I mean, like I said before, there is no way I would have at age 44 as a total amateur athlete been able to get to and finish the Ironman World Championships without doing what I did. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you could have trained as much as you wanted to, but if you didn't really conquer your perception of self or your mm -hmm. perception of your abilities, and yes, it doesn't matter how much you trained, if you didn't emotionally set your mind and your body to do that, to to enact that dream or to accomplish that dream, it doesn't really matter because you didn't have that that emotional or, or mental buy-in, and that's what we definitely need in order to move on to the next level of our life. Absolutely, and let me let me just expand upon that a little bit for the listeners. Uh, so what happens is once you make that mental shift, mm -hmm. your unconscious mind changes how it sees or how it perceives your identity. Yes. So I went from, oh, you know, I'm this total recreational, nobody remarkable athlete to, hey, I am an Ironman triathlete. <laughs> yeah. And I know probably to listeners that sounds like a big leap. It's not, though, when you engage the power of your unconscious mind, yes. because all that has to happen is your unconscious mind gets behind it and goes, oh, OK, yeah, all right. That's who we are now. Mm -hmm. All right. And then you start seeing through your reticular activation system, you start seeing the things you're going to need and recognizing opportunities to get there, whereas they were completely closed off to you before. Or like you said in the beginning, they were blind spots for you. Yes. Yeah. You never even saw them. And your identity is what you become. In other words, what you yeah. say all the time and what you perceive is who you become. So if I yeah. continually say I'm this no good person or I'm, I'm never successful, then unfortunately that's what I become. Absolutely. Yes. I can't even believe our time's up. We flew through this. You gave such amazing wisdom. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you, Karen, and to purchase your book, Limiting Your Beliefs, Seven Keys to Greater Success in Your Personal and Professional Life, told through my journey to the toughest race in the world, where will they find this information online? Go to velocityleadershipconsulting.com forward slash greater, meaning you're in pursuit of greater success. That's once again, velocityleadershipconsulting.com forward slash greater. You can get the book there. You can uh, connect with me there. You can also get the three steps to transforming limiting beliefs and a whole bunch of other really valuable stuff that clients have loved. Awesome. Well, Karen, thank you so much for being a fantastic, wonderful guest on my show today. I really did appreciate all your expertise. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.